Welcome, welcome, welcome to Walking Through Glass with your host, Dr. Dina C. Brown. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Walking Through Glass, the podcast. And today is amazing. Why is it amazing? Because you are here. I'm your host, Dr. Dina C. Brown, and today your daily dose of Dr. Vitamin D is all about discovering your limiting beliefs. You see, during a recent reflection of my own, I started to process why I wasn't acting in the now with some very big dreams that are aligned to my purpose. And so when I begin to scale through and and take a look at the why behind it, I realized that I had some buried limiting beliefs that I didn't even realize were limiting beliefs. So today in your daily dose of Dr. Vitamin D, we're going to add a little sunshine to your mindset and talk about how do you discover those limiting beliefs? Well, here's one major way to discover that you have some limiting beliefs is that when you're doing something and it gets to be uncomfortable, then you realize that discomfort is a sign that you're doing something that could actually make a difference. And not only make a difference to you, but how you're actually going to add value to others as well. But the big question for many, and even myself, is how do you actually acquire a limiting belief? Where do they actually come from? Well, limiting beliefs come from a variety of sources, which is why we have to be very particular about (coughs) who we surround ourselves with, who we allow to pour into our life, who we allow to speak um, to us about the things that we hold most dear. And also, who do we allow to whisper their version of the truth? Because limiting beliefs come from a variety of sources. But here's a few. See if any of these actually sound familiar. Family, you know, our family has always been blank. You fill it in. Or even the fact when you look at your family and you may or may not have had the achievement and the successes in your family than others have. So therefore, other members of your family will tell you why it's way too hard to be blank. That it's too much work to do this and that no one ever, no one in your family has ever been. And so what begins to happen is that you actually begin to believe it. And even on the surface, when you tell yourself, oh no, that's not me. That little script was planted in your psyche and it becomes a part of your limiting beliefs. Friends, Friends, you can love them, but sometimes you actually even have to leave them and you have to maybe love them from a distance. And I say that because oftentimes the people that 
we love and trust and we hold dear and we hold next to us, they share their own limiting beliefs. So when you're getting ready to share something bold, they may be the first person to tell you why you can't. And if someone is so busy telling you why you can't do something, you need to really evaluate if that's truly a friend or someone that you want to pour into you. So again, our friends, I'm not saying that they are doing it intentionally, but sometimes they allow their own fears and frustrations and their own situations to cloud their ability to support you and your big, bold dreams. Teachers. Now, as a former high school, middle school, an elementary school principal and an educator for over 20 years. It pains me and hurts me to say that teachers can also help you develop or plant limiting beliefs. And I had a very personal um, experience with this, not so much from with myself, but even though I've had some more recent was actually with my son who was struggling in math. And, and then some other areas, and I didn't understand why he went from being such a high achiever, um, for so many years to coming to a new school and yes, it's new experiences, but yet to watch his academics plummet. And so one day in a conversation that we had, he shared with me that what his teacher said to him in the classroom, in front of others, and that he didn't score so well on a quiz or a test or something to that effect. And his teacher had the audacity to say to him, are you sure you belong here? Now, those loaded words carry a bevy of weight. One, my son attends a predominantly Caucasian and Asian school where it's, uh, I call it a super limited population of African-American boys. My son is 6'2", 260-pound athlete. My son is a gentle giant. And to me, he's always going to be my baby pumpkin. But yet to this teacher who's saying to him in a classroom of other students who don't look like him, who don't perform like him because he didn't do so well on an assessment, had the audacity to tell him, are you sure you belong here? So as we look at the course of the year, which unfortunately until recently, he was predominantly failing. And I didn't understand because he knew the work, he knew the math. And it wasn't until we began to scale down to what's the core problem, because you know the math, you have an understanding, you can speak to it, you can do it here, but what is happening? Well, what was happening when it came to test, taking a test? His ability to translate, or he had minor, um, minor mistakes where he, he, he missed a step and it literally derailed the rest of the work he was doing. Yet, because of the relationship that wasn't established with his teacher, his ability to go to that teacher and say, here's where I'm struggling, or to feel safe. So it wasn't until... Um, he finally allowed, I kept saying, why don't we get you a tutor for like the last two years? No, I can't handle it. I know the math. I know what I'm doing, but something wasn't translating. So we did get him a tutor that has been phenomenal. 
And now he's making A's and B's on tests where he was failing before and A's on exit quizzes, et cetera. Um, and so part of the limiting belief that he was carrying is that he wasn't good at math. He couldn't do the work, but that wasn't true. And so he needed that support to kind of scale back. But I will say that this teacher didn't aid in that. So part of our limited beliefs become from teachers and some of our first teachers are our parents. So we also have to be careful as parents, what we speak into our children, because we are their primary teachers, although they do go to school, that the lessons actually do begin to build at home. Another area is our own interpretation of events. How are we perceiving what that has actually occurred? We can have a whole conversation in our mind about a situation and even the flow of a situation that didn't even occur. So again, that's another particular um, opportunity that is challenged, you know, along the way is that how are we seeing ourselves? And as a man or woman thinketh, so she is, so we're looking at the situation, we're looking at our results. Haven't you ever given a presentation or had a conversation or participated in something? And at the end, you're so hypercritical of your role in it that you don't even appreciate the opportunity. Now, anyone or anything else that comes to mind could actually be part of developing, cultivating that sense of limiting beliefs. So how do you actually discover it? How do you actually begin to deal with it? How do you, in this era of trying and being and expecting yourself to be a bigger, better version of yourself and want to live your best life, how do you discover these limiting beliefs that is dampening your ability to live the life that you choose? Well, to change anything, you first have to identify it. Yes, you actually have to identify it. And that spends some, that means you got to spend some quality time figuring it out. And then you begin to focus on the most important issues in your life. And this is the part where we, it really does become all about you. Follow this process to find your limiting beliefs. Make a list of the areas in your life where you feel challenged. If there's something that keeps being extremely repetitive, then that might be an area that you kind of star because you may want to start there first. Consider how you're doing in these areas, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. How are you doing? How is it? What, what are you thinking about? Are you, are you seeing signs of your version of success or growth? Look at your finances. Are you feeling financial pressures in your life? Relationships. Are your relationships satisfying? Health. Are you taking good care of yourself? Fun. Are you doing the things that you really, truly, actually want to do? And if you're not, why not? If you're not pleased with your life, a limiting belief could be the cause. Identify the beliefs that are contributing to your challenges. Consider these examples of limiting beliefs about money. And the ones about money, um, that's actually a whole episode unto itself. Making over $100,000 a year is really hard. I'll never be wealthy. Rich people are dishonest. Money is evil. Can you see why that, that, um, those, those 
those de- beliefs can stop you from really achieving. I'll never have enough money to have a nice house. I'm If I'm rich, people will try to steal from me. My friends will treat me differently if I have a lot of money. People, people will try to use me and abuse me. Now, can you see why it would be difficult to make money if you believe these things? Identify the beliefs that are actually really holding you back. And don't just guess which beliefs are the most damaging. Spend some time finding out. Put those negative beliefs in order. Make a list. You know, check it twice. It's time to start dealing with your limiting beliefs. And how can you tell if it's actually false? Obviously, there are some things that are essentially impossible. But it doesn't mean that everything. And it's when you begin to turn the impossible to possibilities. And things that are impossible are not the things that are, you know, obvious. A limiting belief could actually be false if it's not based on an experience. You make up in your mind that this just can't happen. And it's not based on a physical limitation. Look at our paraplegics that actually um, have done, I mean, just tremendous things in, in their own Olympics, as well as in other places. So it's not just based on physical limitations. The next lesson will teach you how to eliminate a limiting belief. Get started on these tips in this lesson. So your daily dose of Dr. Vitamin D is a little bit something extra because today is our Transformation Tuesday. So the next lesson, which is tomorrow, will teach you about eliminating a limiting belief. So to get started on the tips in this lesson, do this. Choose one part of your life where you're facing the greatest challenges. One part of your life where you're facing the greatest challenges and tomorrow on your daily dose of Dr. Vitamin D we're going to break down those steps on how do we begin to eliminate those limiting beliefs you see the first part of the transformation begins with identifying the area identify the issue the problem the situation the blockage And you're going to need to spend some time doing that. So I encourage you today on this Transformation Tuesday to begin the road of removing all of those things that block you from being the greatest version of yourself because it truly starts with you. So let's get to it. It's Tuesday. Go do something phenomenal. And start to really hone in on what it is that you love, that you love about you. And don't forget to dream bigger, bolder, and in the present. So have a very inspiring Tuesday. I'm Dr. Dina, your host of Walking Through Class, the podcast. And this was your daily dose of Dr. Vitamin D. Bye-bye.